Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. At one time or another, we all find ourselves walking along restless shores. Hello, my name is Hunter James. In just a few short weeks, the creators of Restless Shores, New Meadows Media, will be bringing you my story, Seamus, beginning January 7th on this and most other podcast sites. Happy ever after. Don't live here. Welcome to our program. Previously on Restless Shores, Roop Pharmaceuticals faced the worst crisis of its existence, a crisis engineered by Milton Roop. In today's episode, Milton Roop beholds what he has wrought in a special news bulletin. Good evening. The crisis at Roop Pharmaceuticals continues tonight, as more shocking revelations come to light about the deadly drug trial dosing error. Still no public statement from Roop CEO Uriah Roop, who is facing numerous calls to step down in wake of the tragedy. A source within the state's attorney's office tells us that criminal charges are also being considered, though it is unclear at this time who would be the target or targets of any investigation. Many felt Uriah Roop was too young to take charge of the multi-billion dollar corporation, and he was seen by some as a sentimental choice by the outgoing CEO, his grandfather, Governor Milton Roop. Governor Roop, who is taking a brief leave to undergo an unspecified medical procedure, issued a statement earlier today indicating that he would initiate emergency measures to address the crisis when the governmental receivership takes effect on Monday morning. It is not known what role, if any, Uriah Roop will play in running the company after Monday. We take you live now to the State House, where reporter Matthew Finch spoke to Senate Majority Leader... Well, Milton, it seems as though everything is going just as you planned. You've known me a long time, Magnus. Surely you would expect no less. I suppose it's a good thing for you that I came back. Yes, fortune smiles upon me. Your timing was most fortuitous. You are crazy. Aha! He's awake. (laughs) He keeps saying that. That we're crazy. Or that I am, anyhow. You are both crazy. Don't worry, Magnus. He won't be saying it for long. Soon, he won't be saying anything at all. You really killed all of those people? Those people knew the risks when they signed up for the study. Most of them were dying of cancer anyway. Their suffering has ended. One might say they were graced by an angel of mercy. Wow. You are not just crazy. You are evil. And why? What was the point? After this, Roof Pharmaceuticals will be in ruins. It won't be after I retake control. 
Do you think I'm new at this, Miguel? A few discreet payouts to the families of the victims, a few public acts of contrition, and I'll be seen as a savior. Again. They may even name me Man of the Year. Again. It's called Person of the Year now, I think. You know, I never much cared for that. Seems a little too PC for me, but the point is, Root Pharmaceuticals may be taking a beating at the moment, but I alone can fix it, (laughs) and I will. You are a murderer. Perception is reality, Miguel. If nobody perceives a thing to be true, it can't possibly be true. You follow? What? As far as the rest of the world is concerned, the drug trial was bungled by my do-gooder grandson, who probably had no business running the company in the first place. In over his head, they're saying. And they're right, of course. You see, public perception is the only reality that matters. But you'll know the truth, Milton. Can you really live with yourself? That's the thing, Miguel. I won't be living with myself. I'll be living with you, or inside you. And together, we'll accomplish the impossible. Well, mostly me. You'll still be aware of your surroundings, Miguel, but Milton will have control of all your motor functions. I'd rather you just kill me. The process doesn't work on a corpse, unfortunately. That's why you're here. And what about Uriah? Have you thought about how this will affect him? The only way my fake grandson will ever see the inside of Root Pharmaceuticals again will be if he's cleaning the toilets. Oh my god. Don't you care about anyone by yourself? Oh, nobody does, really. That's the dirty little secret they never tell you in the Hallmark cards. Everybody's only out for themselves. Always. You get to be my age, you learn that. Sometimes the hard way. That's not true, Milton. People do care about others. They do. I care about Rhonda, and I care about Uriah, and deep down, I know you do too. I know it. You know nothing, Miguel Rios. I know it's possible to care about others more than you care about yourself. Well, no one ever cared about me that much. Meanwhile, Elise Geltz, newly reinstalled as head of Luna Cosmetics, is hard at work going over the company books. Let's see. Profits for the previous quarter were... Holy cow. I gotta admit, Alan Woodward ran a pretty tight ship when he was in charge. Thank you, Elise. That's very kind of you to say. Alan! Don't get up. What are you doing here? Now, is that any way to speak to your former boss? Alan, I... Especially the one, as you just put it, ran such a tight ship. You fired me, Alan. All a part of the process of running a successful company. Surely you can see that. I didn't deserve to get fired. And I suppose you think that justifies your actions. What are you doing here? Well, there are just a few personal items I left in the office before you and your girlfriend loaded all those filthy pictures onto my laptop. We didn't do that. Right. And I suppose it's just a coincidence that Rachel, or should I say Regina, worked here under a fake name. Why don't you just get your things and go? Yes, I believe I will. How's... how's Penelope? Hmm, Penelope... Penelope... I'm not sure who you mean, Elise. Come on, Alan, you know I'm talking about the baby. Oh, the baby. Our baby. 
Thank you for asking. Olivia is a beautiful child. She really ties the family together. You know what I mean? So you're in on this too? In on what? You feel okay stealing someone's baby and pretending it's yours? The baby is mine, Elise. I've got the adoption papers to prove it. What have you got? Those adoption papers are a sham, and you know it. I don't know it. As a matter of fact, I believe you signed as a witness, which is very generous of you, by the way. I thought I was signing as the adopting parent. Ah, there's that attention to detail I so valued during our brief time working together. How can you do this? Well, an eye for an eye, am I right? An eye for an eye? What are you talking about? You stole my baby, so I stole yours. An eye for an eye. I didn't steal any baby. This company was my baby, and you took it from me. You only had it for a little while. And besides, it was mine before it was yours. Yeah, and you took it that time, too. Lorna was sick, and you stole the company right out from under her. You apparently have no conscience at all. It was more complicated than that. Whatever you need to tell yourself to sleep at night, Elise. I sleep fine. As do I. Listen, Alan. Whatever it is I've done, or whatever it is you think I've done, it can't possibly justify stealing my baby. Doesn't it? How can you do this? Well, it wasn't actually me, I'm sure you know. I'm just along for the ride. Lilia's a lot more clever than either of us gave her credit for, isn't she? I like her. She's smart, she's determined, and she has a plan. She's out of her mind is what she is. Eh, tomato, tomato. So you're really going to keep up this charade for the next 18 years? Oh, God, no. As soon as I can divorce Lily without screwing up her citizenship, I'm out. She can keep the baby. If you really think Lily Bella will be okay with that plan, you're crazier than she is. Do you even know what happened between her and Regina? Don't know and don't care. I'll be fine. How about Penelope? Do you care about her? Penelope? Oh, Olivia. No, not really. So why are you doing this? Don't you know? It's to make you miserable. What? You heard me. But why? You know why. Alan, please. Listen, Elise. I can go anywhere I want. Get a job running a company anywhere in the world. And I'll be just fine. But you'll never have your baby back. Alan. So... I win. Alan, don't do this. Anyway, I'll just collect my things and go. Pleasure as always, Elise. Oh, God. Elise? Lorna? Was that Alan just now? Yes, he had a few personal belongings he needed to grab. I was listening outside the door. What on earth were you two talking about? What do you mean? Elise, you know very well what I mean. I don't know what you heard, Lorna, but... I heard everything. I heard the entire conversation. Lorna, listen. Elise, I'm going to ask you something, and I insist that you answer me honestly, 
Do you understand? I understand. Is your baby alive? How will Elise answer Lorna's question? If she's honest, how will Lorna react? And will Milton Roop really go through with the brain transfer procedure? Tune in next time to Restless Shores. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment to leave a review. This episode of Restless Shores was written by Greg Tulinen and Drew Massey and directed by Tom Hinton. Piper Wells was played by Marcia Taylor. Milton Roop was played by Zach Hogkamp. Magnus Carlisle was played by Mike Rowe. Miguel Rios was played by Aaron Sanchez. Elise Geltz was played by Becky Chase. Alan Woodward was played by Drew Massey. Lorna Rios was played by Sally Kent. I'm Chris Newcomb. Restless Shores is a production of New Meadows Media and is intended for the non-commercial use of listeners. All rights reserved. Until next time, stay restless.